Hello and welcome or welcome back to the Mommy or Wrong podcast. What is this episode? Episode? I don't know. I think 13. Oh my god. Let me look. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome back, guys. Guys. Oh. Welcome back to us. Yeah. Welcome back to <laughs> our lives. Thanks for tuning in. We skipped a week. Sorry. You're we sorry. were hit Feral. by the plague. Feral. Yeah. <laughs> it was terrible. So Jess got COVID and then, well, I tested negative, but that was before I had any symptoms. Then the day after I tested, I started feeling sick. So for anyone who doesn't know, I've had COVID twice. Oh my gosh. Wasn't this the third time? Yeah, so I woke up with all the COVID symptoms that I had previously. So I was like very convinced that I had COVID. Mm. Um, Because you're a vet now, you know exactly how it feels. Yes, but (laughs) what had happened was... The previous times that I tested, I think this is important information for people to know. Yeah. Um, I tested both times on the day that I felt the worst, I tested negative, which is the second day for me. And I would only test positive after day four or on day four. Um, and so this time I woke up and I was like, this feels like COVID. Mm. And... I had had headaches and stuff the day before, but I, like, chalked it up to other things. I was like, I'm being allergic, I'm whatever, all this stuff. And that day I was like, okay, this feels very much like COVID. So I went to my doctor. My GP is amazing. Um, So I went to her and I was like, I'm here again and I think I have it. And then she was like, what are your symptoms? And I was, I told her, she was like, yeah, this this sounds like classic COVID to me. Um, <laughs> And I told her, like, I think I should only go taste on day four. Yeah. And she said, no, go test today. And I knew that was a bad decision. I went to test. I tested for COVID and influenza. Tested negative for both. Proceeded to be extremely sick. It's so weird. seven days. And now I have all of the same post-COVID symptoms that I had. I isolated. Just so everyone knows. I didn't, like... I didn't go test again, but I isolated for the period that I had to. So, yeah. And then... What post-COVID symptoms do you have? mucus lots of mucus that comes and goes um it almost feels like you're always like it's almost like you always have sinus or like congestion Mm. um headaches really bad headaches at random times um breathlessness or like short of breath especially doing like random things like one day I can walk down the stairs fine the next day I absolutely cannot Mm. um and like extreme random hits of like fatigue do you feel like sometimes when you take a deep breath you know when you have like that wet cough yeah <clears throat> so you then feel you like take that. that deep breath and you feel like those bubbles mm-hmm. and then you try cough it out but nothing comes out Does yeah, that so do you have a nebulizer no okay come to my house <laughs> nebulize with this thing called palby cord i highly recommend this if you've had covid especially if you've had covid more than once um well first of all to nebulize really helps but there's a thing called palmy cord that your doctor can prescribe you um it's these little five milliliter bottles it's almost like an ampule Mm. that you squeeze into your um nebulizer and you like breathe it in and that shit helps it's like it literally well i read i was like what does this do why does it help so much and from what i understand it like opens the little pockets in your lungs Mm. up so it 
yeah, your avioles. <laughs> it opens them up so or like stretches them so that literally there's more lung area. First mm. of all, more surface to like get the oxygen. And second of all, to get the flame and stuff out. That's wonderful. Yeah, because I felt maybe I should get a nebulizer because yeah. I felt whenever I felt like really not good, I would take a steamy shower. Yes. And it was the best thing yeah. ever. And then that helped so much. <laughs> yeah, so what was your experience? You I okay, so I okay. My husband tasted positive. Um and then on but I was fine. I just had headaches. So we saw my sister for her birthday. Mm. Which was around the time you were also mm. sick. She was sick and she went to her doctor and she was like, should I test for COVID, whatever. And he was like, I don't think this is COVID. You'll be fine. And she was like, it's my birthday. Can my family come over whatever? Mm. He was like, yeah, you'll be fine. Like, just stand in a corner. Don't hug anyone. Cool. So now we all go to her house. <laughs> we have a party. Um, then a few days later, she's not getting better. So she goes to the doctor again. Test for COVID, test positive. Was there, is it, was it only your family? Yeah. Okay. It was just my parents and mm. parents and I. Anyways, um, then when she tested positive, that was the first day I started feeling sick. Mm. Then he went to test the next day, tested positive. <laughs> Literally, he, he did a rapid test and immediately, like, he did the test, he's walking back and we're sitting on the sidewalk and the lady looks at me, she goes, mm. <laughs> she's like, positive. Cool. But I was still fine at this point. From the time I saw my sister, I had a headache. Mm. But I was like, it's just a headache, like mm. I'm fine. And then when I tested positive, I was getting like a scratchy throat. But I was like, I'm not sick. I feel fine. Then I tested two days later. I was still mm. feeling fine. Tested negative. The next day I went to work. Sick. Terrible. Like mm. I finished my shift and I was literally shaking, driving mm. home. And I, I work quite fast. So it's like half an hour drive home. I was literally shaking and I had so many aches in my body. Obviously, I was taking like ACC and stuff mm. during the time because so, I didn't want I was trying to prevent it. But that day I went to work and I was at work for a really long time and I didn't. So take, it had worked out of your system. Yeah, and I didn't take any medication mm. with me. Then I was driving home and I had like really bad body aches and I was crying because mm. it was so sore. The longer I sat, the more it hurt. That's literally what I wanted to talk about now, like the exact symptoms when you know you have COVID Yo. and that's one of them. Then I got home and I was literally, I was having like a panic attack because I was like, I'm so sore. I've never felt like mm. this. What is happening? It's extreme pain. It's painful, dude. And then cool. I drugged myself, went to sleep. <laughs> then that's when I was like, okay, maybe I have COVID mm. probably because I'm really sick. And then the next day it was like the worst day. Yeah. Yeah. So we didn't want to record in that time. Yeah. But yeah, what I want to say is like, um, the symptoms that I personally feel when I know like, okay, I have COVID is I normally the day before I will have like a headache, but like I'm saying, like I now get extreme migraines mm. on a regular basis. Um, so I didn't think that, oh, I have COVID. I was just like, oh, it's a migraine again. But it's kind of dull and weird. It's really strange. It is a strange Um, one. It's way different from from anything that you know. Mm. Um, and then I'm incredibly shaky. Very, very shaky. And it's you're almost weak in your body. Yeah. Um, Very tired. You will start feeling... It's not... You're not quite short of breath yet. But it's... You can feel something's not right. Like you're not... And it's not in normal circumstances. Like, if I'm just sitting down, it's not like I can't breathe. It's just, like, if I'm 
running down the stairs, oh, I forgot something, running back up and coming down, I can feel like something, my lungs are in distress, yeah. which is not normal. Um, it's almost like your chest itself is also tight. Like no, it feels like, like the tight. muscles are tight. Also. It's almost like something sitting on top of you. Yeah. It's like weird. Um, and then the muscle pain. The muscle pain is extreme. That's the worst, like literally. The second time I had COVID, I didn't have like, okay, the first time I had COVID, extreme muscle pain. I mean, like, my actual muscles inside of my body hurt. The second time I had COVID, it wasn't like my muscles hurt. It was like, it was almost like I felt like I was bruised all over. Mm. Now, this last time that I was sick, I sat on the couch in the morning. I couldn't breathe. It was the first time that I had COVID and I immediately couldn't breathe. Yeah. Or thought I had COVID. I don't want to say I had it. And um, <laughs> sat on, while I was sitting on the couch, it's it started feeling like the couch was like digging into me. Oh, yeah. Even though I was wearing layers yeah, of clothing. That's how it feels, literally. It's that's like how I felt in into the your, and it's not even just your skin. It's like into your muscles. It's yeah. like, it's really bad. How do you, Did you also feel like, the, the, I think the third day, I took a shower and when I came out, I was drying myself with a towel and it's like my skin was sensitive. Like the, yeah. the roughness of the towel was hurting. The it's textures like, are very weird. What is happening? But I don't know if that's because, like I didn't correlate that with COVID because I'm generally weird with like textures and mm. stuff. Like I'll be fine with the jacket one day and the next time like this can not touch me. No, but I felt that animate felt that. Like mm. when he was on his worst day, his back was really sore and he asked me to massage it. So I was massaging it. And then when I got to this part, he was like, please don't touch me mm. there. Like it really hurts. And I was like, your muscles. He's like, no, like my skin itself is yeah. sensitive. I was like, what is happening? It's really, really strange. Yeah. And then like you have no appetite. Well, for me. Oh, yeah. I had no appetite. Either. Zero appetite. And it's like... I just ate nachos. Yeah, and it's bad because <laughs> you have to eat because you're drinking all of these medicines and yeah. stuff. And obviously, you need stuff too so your body can recover. But like, oh. Yeah. And I was... And I know you were also. Mm. Extremely nauseous. Extremely can nauseous. talk about that? What? Like, it's so weird because you cough and then you're like, I'm actually going to vomit. Yeah. <laughs> it's so gross. It's literally like you are like dry witching. Like you mm. literally, you're like, <coughs> and you're, and me specifically, uh, like even if I have like bronchitis or something, whenever I have like a, like a lot of flame, mm. I'm nauseous anyway. Mm. And I... I'm a person who, like, this might be very gross, but I'm a person who vomits. Like, I vomit. Yeah. So, like, COVID, I'm the vomit queen. <laughs> in the like, that's happening. I'm just... Every day. That's terrible, dude. I'm glad we're over that now. Yeah. We're back. Better than ever. I hope. <laughs> All I'm yeah. going to say is, like, drink your vitamins, girly. Because I think yeah. everyone so far that I've spoken to... Two months after they get COVID, they're sick again. Mm. And whether that's like COVID again, or I had COVID again two months after, but some people just have like a flu or some people just have their first symptoms of long COVID or like... Mm, long term. So I think like, be careful, yeah. drink your vitamins. And I mean, now with like winter and stuff, like people are getting flu. Mm. So yeah, your immune system is already... It's compromised. Struggling, so... Let's just keep safe and live our best lives. Mm. Cool. So, yeah, we just rambled for 13 minutes about COVID. But <laughs> it's important information. Guys, like, I... It is. As a first-time COVID haver, I, I'm telling myself that I had COVID. Because what else would it have been? Yeah. I had all of these symptoms. 
Well, I tested again today. We'll see what no. it is. Imagine it's like positive. <laughs> now you're positive <laughs> no. and I'm sitting here. Okay, but anyways. Um, but I, I'm out of no. the time. I don't think you would taste positive even if you had COVID. What was I going to say now? I forgot. No idea. As no. a first-time COVID haver. As a first-time COVID haver. Big I experience. didn't know that there was all these other weird, like messed up symptoms symptoms you, know? you think it's just the flu it's when so when you're like when people are saying like oh COVID symptoms are having a cold and like your nose and your sinuses and you're nauseous and you have a fever and you're it it seems like just the flu but even if you had told me before like oh i was achy whatever like i also get achy when i'm yeah, normally really sick but it's different like it's such a different feeling it's weird COVID is completely different than what you think it is so strange that's why I'm saying, like a lot of people say, I think I had COVID and I didn't know. Unless you were asymptomatic, mm. you would know. Like, yeah. it's not like, it's, completely it's not like another flu or something. Like, it's not something you're used to. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways. This so, is going to be a rambly episode. Yeah, we just have random points that we want to talk about. We also haven't seen each other in two weeks. Two weeks. So yeah. we want to catch up and talk about yeah. random things. Give our opinions on stuff. I just noted down. Your first point was communication, but... Every time I look at it, it looks like communion. <laughs> oh my god, we're talking about communion. We're not talking about communion. I refuse. I refuse. No. Let's go. Um, <clears throat> no, I don't really want to talk about it. Okay, no, we don't have to talk All about it. All I want to say is... No, I don't want to say it. Speak to people. And if you have a problem with someone, speak to them. And don't speak to other people around the issue. Because you're making the issue worse. Don't do that. You know who you are. Okay. <laughs> Oh my god, yes. <laughs> Next point. <laughs> Striked from the ballot, girl. Okay. Something I want to talk about. I had my first altercation. <laughs> Social media altercation. I think it's the first... Well, yeah. Nobody has blocked me. That's like a rude. Well, unless I don't know. Then you're not important. It's the first time I've been blocked by Yo, someone. Yeah, at least it was like just random. Yeah, like a random bitch. Anyway, yeah, but then block me. I don't care. I don't care. This is the first time I've been blocked by someone. Like I said something, then they blocked me, and I was like, <laughs> "You were like touched by it." Again, I follow a page. Should I just expose her? You expose her? Yeah. What the fuck? I follow a page that's called "It's Just Birth," and she posts like stuff about home births, basically, like having your baby at home, and it's all natural and beautiful, and you connect with your baby, and like cool cool like nice hippie vibes i love shit like that like people that do crazy things well it's not crazy it's natural yeah it's natural and empowering good for you empowering and she posts like really beautiful stuff about like just destigmatizing birth and like how um i don't know like birthing in a in a hospital sometimes feels so sterile and like a lot of women are pushed to like have epidurals and things like that and like, or, like have the baby on your back which is like yeah and things natural. like that and how you're more likely to if you're birthing at a hospital to tear and things like that mm. than if you were doing it at home mm. with a um what do they call them doula a doula and a midwife mm. anyways so she like empowers women amazing cool <clears throat> she posted um what did she say on her story you you look at all these things and explain it and I will give my my opinion. Yes. So she posted a story um, with a screenshot. Oh my gosh, y'all. Somebody, she tagged someone, just alerted me that iPhone added these wonderful emojis. 
then she puts a big like throwing up face and it's all the emojis of like the men that are pregnant right which are the new emojis then she posted a thing on her feed and then added it to her story where she wrote stop this trend of referring to women as birthing people and start accepting the power of the pussy and that only real women that only real women possess only real women possess wow um then she goes on about i'm a woman and i human will emerge from my body my yoni like all this stuff then she goes um women know this is something that only women will feel and women will know a man will never embody or understand the tenderness um, of a yoni it biologically belongs to women and women born with reproductive parts of adult human females that doesn't really make sense but okay stop normalizing this absurd inclusive language like we owe it to a minority to erase our biological <gasps> reality wait say the last part again <laughs> stop normalizing this absurd inclusive language like we owe it to a minority to erase our biological reality Hang on, this some people girl. are insane. No, this is insane. How can you have a, a whole Instagram dedicated to empowering women and like about sharing birth. knowledge and about birth and this experience that we all share and then erase people that also have that experience but just don't Not in the way that you do. As women, yeah, like... I, my, my uh, opinion on this is I'm not even going to get into the trans debate, but like whether you identify as non-binary, a man, whatever you identify as, if you're a person also giving birth, should you not be empowered in the same way that anyone else giving birth is empowered? Yeah. Like we were saying, if you have the uterus to like possess the human inside of you you meet the requirements like <laughs> yeah you meet the requirements to be included like exactly like point blank period so, so now i don't okay i don't i understand the like we want to empower each other we're all having the like same experience we're like empowering each other through that and whatever but taking away someone else's power is not adding to yours yeah so saying just because you identify as a male and now you're having a baby so you're not as magical and wonderful as I am because I identify as a woman. Weird. I think the thing is here, she's confusing sex and gender and not understanding yeah. it. She doesn't understand it. Because, like, you can be biologically a woman and identify as a man. Like, that doesn't change your bodily autonomy. Um, not autonomy. The functions. Your functions and your reproductive system. It doesn't change what you have and what you were born with. <clears throat> and your ability like and your ability to then reproduce or whatever so <laughs> i don't know like it's just like we said two things can be true at the same time like including you others. can be a woman and be beautiful and powerful and divine in and sacred in the way that you can create life mm. and so can the person who doesn't identify as a woman who's also having a baby they also have the beautiful yoni that you talk about. And, and they have the same sacred divinity that you mentioned. Because she speaks about mm. having this body means that you're sacred. And women are the only um, people who can give birth and give create life and whatever. And it's like sacred and divine. 
and i'm all for the divine feminine mm. absolutely yeah but don't exclude other people because and and i really have a problem with her saying giving other people that power and using inclusive language for example bleeding people pregnant people people with uteruses mm. is erasing her power that's what i was because gonna say that's like how fragile is your power then being inclusive of others doesn't erase your experience but she wants to talk about like how powerful this experience is and how like beautiful and divine it is but if it's so easily erased by someone else having the same experience how powerful is it it's like your fragile masculinity <laughs> yeah like she's literally basing her identity off of something that if someone else has it she is less yeah and that's why she's so like upset about it that's exactly and i think it's like as a person who has made a choice not to have kids i find it offensive that you're gonna say my only value hmm. is in the fact that i have a uterus and that i can give birth I, I think I have a lot more value to contribute to society and myself than that. Mm. And my ability to have children or not have children does not impact how divine and feminine and wonderfully created I am. So I think it's... And what are you then saying about biological females who do not have the capability, mm. who cannot give birth? Then are they not as divine as empowered yeah. as you are? What about people who have uterine diseases mm. and have to get fallopian tubes removed or have to get their whole uterus out? And now you're going to say that is that is your only power. And now because you don't have a uterus anymore, first of all, you're not a woman because but only women can do it. And it's a woman's thing. So you don't have a uterus. You're no longer a woman, first of all. And second of all, you're less valuable than I am. Because I'm so divine because I have a uterus. It's just so... It's like backwards thinking. And that's why I was so shocked to see it from this page. Because it's like such a beautiful like page that always talks about like including people and mm. doing this. And like every woman has the right to experience birth however they want to. And it's your choice and all of that. But, but now you must feel erased because we're using inclusive language. It doesn't make sense. So I messaged <laughs> or I replied to the story. And I was like... I put like an emoji like this and then i was like unfollow and then she blocked me <laughs> and which i find funny can you go to the thing yes it's very interesting <laughs> that she done that because, because <laughs> where is it yeah in the comments i think someone wrote um someone wrote in the comments of that post i think sharing um without all the pukey faces would have been a kinder way but that's just me and then she replied Lucky we have our own platforms to express our personal views and the freedom to choose who we follow. Smiley face. So, so my freedom to choose who I follow and telling you that I'm going to unfollow you gets me blocked, first of all. No, you don't want to block me. And second of all, <laughs> yes, we can all give our own opinions because it's our social media. But if I'm going to tell you my opinion, you're going to block you're me gonna for You're going to block it. me. No, dude, it's crazy. And like, also just reading the comments was so weird because there were so many people that agreed with her. And I was like, this is scary dude i feel like it's the same with like what is her name something theresa theresa or something theresa may is it her with the, the short hair yeah Ugh. i found her youtube like a couple of years ago and yeah. i found it like not through her like 
family talks. Like, mm-hmm. I found it through, like, other stuff. And yeah. I thought, like, what an interesting girl. And she's so cool. Yeah, I was like, what an interesting woman. And she was very empowering at first. So I was like, cute. I watched, like, three of her videos, stumbled upon her family views, and was immediately extremely shocked, shocked. and taken aback. And one of the things that also shook me is, like, the amount of people that agreed with her mm. on her views. But, like... I don't want to bash her. I'm just saying, like, she has extreme views on, like, family. And, like, I expected her to have some opposing views. Opposing views because Mm -hmm. she's very religious Mm -hmm. in a way that I have never identified with. Like, even at the most religious I've ever been in my life, I didn't agree with her way of seeing things. So, like, I knew there was going to be some opposition, but, like, that much opposition I didn't expect. And she's very frantically and like angrily anti-abortion yes that was i was also shocked because i also found her youtube and i was like this woman is so cool i followed her like hair journey when i cut my hair because i was like looking for people that also had short hair and i was like oh my gosh so cool whatever whatever and i also like found those videos and i was like what's going on this no, is not extreme. like you. <laughs> it's literally extreme. It's crazy. But that's, like, another thing that we want to talk about is, like, the whole thing with, like, Roe versus Wade, like, the whole abortion thing. Like, Oh, my gosh. Oh. It's such a t- taboo topic. Like, I feel like everything that we're talking about today is the stuff that, like, YouTube, like, shadow bans you for. <laughs> because <laughs> we're talking about, like, COVID and, like, yeah, But we have to talk about it, guys. Like, what, what must happen? Yeah. <clears throat> I... Oh my gosh. You know, the first time I had a fight on Facebook with someone was about abortion. <laughs> Some girl from like a choir or something posted like very like anti choice things, whatever. And then I replied, like, you're stupid. <laughs> and then had, like, you're stupid. <laughs> we had all the red. Yo, dude, I've been so passionate about this. But my thing is, like, I'm over the fight now. Like, what? What must happen? Like, I feel like, how much can you truly... How many times can you truly say, like, you're dumb for... Like, your reasoning is illogical. Like, how many times can you truly say that? But, you know, the first time that I... Like, I never knew that there's debate about abortion. I didn't know that some people think, like, you can't do it. I was in church. I went to a youth thing at church. Which I had gone to for, like, a year at that point. And I was very comfortable in the space. And they were like, today we're going to watch these videos on these things and then we're going to talk about our opinions on it. And I was like, okay. And they were showing these videos about these people, like basically like asking other people, what's your opinion on abortion? And then like attacking them for it. Like saying like, you're wrong. It's murder, like all this stuff. And I was sitting there genuinely shocked. shocked. And I remember after the videos, Everyone was like, yeah, and abortion is murder and what, what, what. And I remember putting my hand up and I was like, don't you think that this isn't quite the whole story? Mm. And this isn't quite right. And I remember the pastor at the time started talking to me and like berating me to the point where I was crying. And then he went, why are you saying this? Do you have a child? And I was like 14. I was like, no, I don't have a child, but I still don't think your what you're saying is the full story yeah and at that point I wasn't even like I I wasn't even progressive like Mm. I was very sheltered and I was like well what if like rape or like Mm. what if like there are circumstances that are outside of your control 
What if, what if in those circumstances you have to? And I remember him saying to me, then that's God's plan. Very <laughs> hold and on. That like shook me. And from no. and, like that was like one of the first moments that I realized like I don't agree with everything that these people say necessarily mm. because like I I just can't justify this. Mm-mm. And from there, like I started like like thinking more about it and speaking more about it and trying to well I couldn't really speak to a lot of people about it because most people had like the same views like if you were gonna say like yeah I don't know if abortion is wrong they would have been like are you crazy it's wrong you're sending by even thinking that way you know so I most of what I found was like in online spaces but th- then I realized like something genuinely you know, like, something's genuinely wrong here like yeah that's not you guys. And, like, now I'm just in a space where, like, how many times can you... Okay. I'm going to give one concluding opinion on this, and that's it. The thing that really, like, everybody has all their opinions on, like, why it must and why it mustn't and why you can be all for choice and why you can be extremely anti-abortion and mm. all the stuff, right? The argument that I think is the most solid and factual and nobody can argue with is this one. Bodily autonomy is so important by law that if I am dying of kidney failure and you are a perfect match to me and you die, I cannot by law take your organs even though you cannot use them because you did not consent to that. Mm. If you said no, it is a no yeah. because you have full bodily autonomy. Your organs are going to go in the ground and rot and I'm going to die because I couldn't get your organ. But bodily autonomy is so protected by law that there's nothing I can do about it. And millions of good organs go to waste every week because we can't use them because people say I'm, I'm, I don't consent hmm. to giving my organs. Yeah. And we can't use, we can't cut you open when you're dead just because we want to see what killed you. Mm. you. There has to be, there's a legal process because you have bodily autonomy. I can't yeah. do anything to your body without you or someone consenting for you. Exactly. I can't. So why does, so why does the fetus mm. take precedent over my bodily autonomy? Because it is my body and my organs. If I do not give permission for this other if you want to argue that it's a human being, then this other human cannot take precedence over my bodily autonomy. Mm. So I am then, by just law of bodily autonomy, allowed to say, my organ, I don't want to share with this other human. Yeah. Therefore, it's over. It's finished. So without any abortion laws even in place, I still have bodily autonomy. Mm. And without your religious and social and cultural views on it and stigmas around it, just from a legal perspective, my bodily autonomy means more than any of that. Exactly. My thing is always like, just because someone is pro-choice doesn't mean we're like, we're going to go around telling everyone to have an abortion. You must have an abortion. Every single pregnancy you have. No, we're not pro-abortion. We're yeah. pro-choice. Like, you have the choice to make whatever decisions you want with your body. This is what we talked about the other day. <clears throat> Where I told you there's a YouTuber that um, has a daughter and the daughter got married. The daughter was, like, abused in every way possible by her husband. She had to escape the country, whatever. 
she posts a video about this whole story. Next video is her pregnancy announcement. They're an extremely like religious Christian family, so obviously she always talks about waiting till marriage, all of these things, whatever. So it's obvious how the child was conceived. And then she's keeping the child. Cool. If I was in that situation, I would not. Or if yeah. you were and you didn't want to keep the child, cool. Like that's yeah. your choice. But the fact that she's having the child, she's allowed to have it. Like, yeah, it's her choice. Yeah, that's the thing. I think like people forget that you can be, you can, you can be anti-abortion for yourself. Exactly. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's when you're anti-abortion for everyone mm. that it becomes extremely weird. Mm. On that note, we just I just also want to mention like this is an American thing and it's like I've seen a lot of South Africans argue like why must we care about it? I think it's still important to care about it because first of all it's a lot of women that's gonna suffer yeah. if this happens. Second of all, because abortion laws don't stop abortions. Women are still gonna have abortions, they're just gonna do it now illegally and, and in unsafely. Very unsafe ways and a lot of women are gonna die. Yes. And secondly I think America is a first world country. Choices that they make and um, things that affect their laws trickle down. Mm. Um, so I think it's important for us to know that. But in that, to say that South Africa is a very progressive country. country in terms of our laws. In terms of our laws. <laughs> we legalized gay marriage. Um Abortion has been legal since 1997 here. Yeah. You get to make choices. And if you aren't informed about what your rights are as a pregnant person or a person who could potentially be pregnant in South Africa, find out about it. You have a great many options. Yeah. And there's an organization called Marie Stopes that will go out of their way to help you and assist you in any way possible. Yeah. So... It's important for us to fight for other women in other countries and still be vocal about the right to have an abortion if you need one. Yeah. Um, and to recognize that we are in a space where that is safe for us to do. Yeah. And it's actually so, it's it's calming, dude. I don't mm -hmm. know if you remember in Varsity, there was a lot of posters in the women's bathrooms that were like, pregnant and alone question yeah. mark and then it's we're like, here to help we're here to help and they had like you could go to them for an abortion or for family planning mm. or for therapy or like all these things and mm. like that was so lovely to see or if just you had questions like what are my rights what can exactly. i do and there are a lot of resources available but also know that there are a lot of fake resources available out there mm. um there's more than ten thousand illegal abortions performed in south africa every year it's important to know that don't fall into that trap you don't have to go do it at some dodgy place because yeah. there are safe and um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like discreet, discreet places you can do it in South Africa. You don't have to tell anyone it is your right to have an abortion when it is right for you. And you don't have to justify that to anyone. Yeah. And a lot of people also believe that, like, if you're married and stuff, then your husband or partner has to, like, sign off of it. Right. on it. You don't. Like, yeah. that's not... Well, in South Africa, you don't mm. have to. So... It is advised that you inform your partner, but there's no requirement. Yeah. So, 
We hope the rest of the world can one day be like South Africa. <laughs> in, that, in that way. In that sense. In that sense. <laughs> so, yeah, dude. Maybe not in every sense. Maybe not in every sense. But that's as much as I want to talk about abortion. And okay. birth. And Please. birth. Oh, God. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Yeah. Just, yeah. I just want to reiterate that one thing that you said. That you can be anti-abortion for yourself. With your beliefs and your whatever. It doesn't mean everyone else has to be. I'm completely pro-choice for other people. Yeah. Because pro-choice is not pro-abortion. Thank you. Also, we don't all have the same beliefs. We're not all the same. No. So why would you, in this one aspect, want to impose your beliefs on everyone? Doesn't make sense. Mm, I think that those people, if given the chance, would impose every belief they have on everyone. Anyways, swiftly moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Rerouting. Reroute. Um, what was the last topic? The Mets. Yeah, the Mets. <laughs> Actually, topic. there's one thing that I want to talk about. Yeah. Other than the Mets, but it's also juicy, and I don't know if you want to talk about it. What? So we can cut this part if you don't want to. Johnny Depp. Oh. I haven't been following the the deposition. It is criminally insane. Mm. I know she's insane, and she's fucked. She did her her testimony yesterday. Mm. Is she faking that she has bipolar or is she really bipolar? I don't think she's faking it. She has um, histrionic personality disorder as diagnosed by a licensed um, therapist. Okay. That is, she's a psychologist and uh, I believe she's a criminal psychologist, which means that she can diagnose mm. not only people having it, but people faking it and mm. trying to avoid having it. And in extreme circumstances, like when people are like in jail and trying to fake that they're crazy okay. to get out of it and whatever. She is like, she's trained to deal with those things. And she said that she has like extreme narcissism, mm. bipolar, like all this oh, stuff. Yeah. So she is, she definitely has mental health issues. Yeah. But she's aware of them and refused to have them treated. Um, and mental health issues don't excuse yeah. your behaviors. Abuse. Yeah. Straight up abuse. Mm. And lying mm. about being abused. Um, and, I mean, it is, like, everyone's worst nightmare that, like, lying women discredit other women who aren't lying. Yeah. And, like, in this specific case, I think she Dude. is damaging a lot of other women's opportunities to come clean and yeah. say, like, someone did really abuse them. Yeah. Because she, like... She is losing all credibility mm. through this. Like, really, I don't think you can be a logical person and look at, just look at the evidence presented against her and think that she hasn't been abusive in any way. And obviously, like, to some point, we'll never know the actual truth. Mm. Like, there might have been some mutual abuse or whatever that doesn't excuse her ruining his career and life in this way without proof yeah of anything and i'm not like it's it's murky waters to say you must have proof for everything because like especially in a country with gender-based violence rates it's high it's hard to have proof for everything mm. but in this specific case she has hours of recorded footage of them fighting hours and not in one of those clips um and not in one of those clips is he abusing her but in multiple of those clips is she abusing him so, like, there's the way more evidence against her than for her. 
I heard someone say that like if she had um evidence to prove like that he did what she's mm. saying he did, it would have come out by now. Like mm. it would have come out somehow. And it's oh dude, what was I watching? Jessica Kent. I love this lady. She went to she's a person in long time long term recovery and she went to prison for like years, whatever, cool. Um, dealing with addiction and whatever. Cool. Now she has a BA in I don't know what but her thing is like prison reform mm. and like things like that and she was talking about it and she's like um talking about how it's narcissistic abuse like in the evidence that they have found or whatever and the recordings and stuff of the times where Johnny would retaliate then it's like now she's putting everything on him like, mm. because now you're abusing mm. me and you're doing mm. this and now you're shouting at me but she's the one that started everything yeah so she has extreme um an extreme form of narcissism mm. um and she's diagnosed with that yeah. and it's it's like it's actually insane you know what though if you really want to follow this trial and you don't have the time or the patience to like watch the court footage because it's really boring sometimes um there's a lady on instagram her name is house inhabits you have to type in her mm. entire handle because she is shadow banned because she speaks out on a lot of stuff. Healthy and habit. House in habit. In habit. She um went to New York and followed the whole um Jelaine Maxwell trial. Whoa. So she's very like involved and like she literally sat in court and like typed out daily notes and stuff. Mm, so and she like summarizes it. Yeah, she's like a journalist basically. That's and it's so cool. it's very cool. And she's giving like a lot of coverage on the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard mm. trial. Um, and like just showing like random pieces of evidence that might not always be connected in courts and whatever because obviously this is a long trial not yeah. every piece of information can be given and so if you don't want to sit there and watch five hours of footage you can go yeah. on her instagram and like watch her recaps and it's really um comprehensive i would say that's cool i'm gonna go follow her because i've been wanting to watch it but i'm just like oh, this is long guys it is dude can i just tell you i think it was the first guy that sean yeah had testify like for him his first witness dude this <laughs> man was incredibly funny mm. like inc- extremely funny mm. he's like yeah and amber was like telling me that johnny hit her and i'm like he has like a brooklyn accent and he's like <laughs> So she's putting her face out to me and she's showing me her cheek and all I see is a cheek. I just see a cheek. So I tell her, you look beautiful, like as always. And she's What's there. the problem? Yeah. And then the, the, the <laughs> her lawyers are like, and to your knowledge, was Amber wearing makeup? And he's like, I don't know. And they're like, was Amber wearing foundation? He's like, I don't know. And then they're like, was she wearing concealer? He's like, I don't know. <laughs> and then he First had all, another... I don't know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> then he had another witness. I think you you sh- you probably have seen like it on TikTok or something. But this guy, he couldn't be in court because he said he had work, right? So mm-hmm. they did a video like cross-examination or whatever. Okay. Now they're asking him questions. He's sitting in a car. <laughs> he's clearly annoyed with these people. He's like... Hello. Yeah, he's like, hi, I've got places to be. So he's like talking to them and towards the end of him, like, he's always asking him questions. He starts raping. <laughs> they court, like, technically. Like, and then <laughs> he starts driving. He drives away, dude. He's driving while they're asking him all these questions. The judge literally laughed. What the a judge bad was bitch. like, Love this that. is insane. <laughs> oh, God. Anyways. 
Yeah, that's interesting. Very interesting. But yeah, Amber Heard is a felon. She needs to go to jail. Right to jail. Yeah. Prison. She's very... She's not very credible. And she's... She's putting on the show of her fucking life, dude. It literally... She's she's performing, girlie. You should see her on that stage. Terrible. I've seen, like, the... It's like bad the, acting. The footage of her. Like, she'll be like this, and then she notices that they're, like, filming, and she's like... Yo, but that was just her sitting in, like, Johnny's thing. Now she's, like, talking, and you should oh see, like... I saw a video of her crying this morning. I'm like, I don't have time for this, please. It's, like, not even good acting. <laughs> it's it's bad. like It's, you can see that she's clearly, like... Something's wrong. And somebody said that, like, because she's claiming, I'm not saying it's Is she not an the actor truth. also? Yeah, she played Aquaman and stuff. Someone, someone tweeted or something. They were like, um, the thing about actors is that they need lines. <gasps> oh, my God. It's true. But anyway, she made, well, I don't, don't want to say she made an accusation that Johnny Depp sexually assaulted her with a bottle. And somebody was like, okay, this is literally the plot of Gossip Girl with, like, without the murders. Let's just stop. Let's just stop right here and, like, it's over. It's done from here. What in the Wattpad, babe? Dude, you should, okay, she's talking about how he hit her the first time, right? And she's like, I don't want to make fun of her, but this is funny. Just from, like, an acting perspective. She's like, yeah, and I was on the carpet and I was just noticing how filthy this carpet is, this rug, it was just so dirty. And I, I I was thinking like, how have I never, how have I never noticed how dirty this rug is? I've never cleaned it. I've never even thought about how dirty this rug is. And I was like, did he hit me? He couldn't have just hit me. And this rug was just so dirty. You're lying. I promise. No, there's, you can fully go watch this clip. It's literally insane. I can't oh believe. Like, she's insane. There's, oh, like, she's talking for two minutes about how dirty the rug is, and he just hit her. Like, I don't get it. Anyways, don't I mean, lie, guys. Don't lie. And set, don't take it this far. And take it to court. <laughs> just be smart You know what it, you did, babe. <laughs> Are you dumb? First of all, you cut his finger off. So maybe, like, mm-mm. No, don't take it to court, babe. <laughs> Anyways. Finish. Quickly brushing over the makeup. Yes. No, one more thing. What's wrong? A little um, interesting tidbit for you yeah. is that, as we know, Amber Heard has a surrogate baby that we are now swiftly finding out is potentially fathered by Elon Musk. Oh, God. Okay, anyways. Nice. Mid Gala. Mid Gala. What did you want to talk about the Mid Gala about? <laughs> what do you want to talk about Mid Gala about? <laughs> But what? <laughs> ugly dresses, girlies. Just Guys, ugly dresses. please. Okay. Um. Yeah, I was very excited for this theme. And I knew the more and more excited I got, the more and more disappointment I was going to feel. But nevertheless, I got excited. And I was watching. First of all, can we talk about... <laughs> Have you ever watched the Vogue live stream of the Met Gala? No, girl. That no, is... I did in the... What was it? The... The Angels one. Yeah. Really, I don't know if it was the same quality as it was this year. It was terrible. First of all, I couldn't. They were twenty-five minutes late, which is whatever. Cool. Then it starts, and it's like a PowerPoint <gasps> um, transition. Like it is here, Met Gala, oh, 2022, God. Vogue, 
Then <laughs> now they can't see the people on the carpet. The angles are so bad. The only angle they have of the carpet is like this. <gasps> like this. And then they're like, they cut. Now someone's walking in. People are clapping, whatever. As they're going to like do a twirl or like reveal their outfit or whatever, they cut to Vanessa Hudgens. Hi, guys. We're here at the Met Gala. Oh, no, girly girl. It was bad. Like, it was bad. Anyways, so I can excuse that, whatever. But I can't excuse the terrible dressing. My guy, how are you a celebrity? You have all the money in the world. You have all the resources in the world. Especially if you're going to be a Kardashian. And you can't, first of all, stick to a theme. You can't, second of all, actually look nice. You can't, third of all... Is it not embarrassing? <laughs> Do the damn thing. Like, is it not embarrassing for you? Are you not embarrassed? You? <laughs> Are you not embarrassed? I'm embarrassed for on you. On your behalf. Like, you're going to put on your gown and not once look in the mirror and go, this is ugly. Something's not right. <laughs> this is really ugly. My other thing is, <clears throat> I think a lot of people also didn't really understand the theme because I've seen people on social media. I know. No, I yeah. see you guys. Saying, oh my god, the, this person looks so nice. And what's the point? <laughs> yes, it's a nice gold dress, but is that the theme? It has nothing to do with the theme. The theme, first of all, gilded fa- gilded glamour. glamour, is referring to the gilded age of the eighteen seventies to nineteen ten, I think, in New York, which was a time where everyone was extremely wealthy, mm-hmm. and the way that they dressed, they. The, the dresses and stuff were characterized by, like, the big bustles that they wore. Mm. Like, guys, the Kardashian BBL family, that's what they're known for. How can yeah. they not have a bustle and, like, thingy their ass? Like, I just want to see ass. <laughs> thingy their ass? Where's your thingy in your ass? Where's your thingy for your like, ass? Okay. <laughs> that's the theme. And the like, theme is your characterizing feature how can miss miss um jenner miss kylie jenner be wearing a wedding dress in what to okay this is here's my thing miss mr virgil abloh what an incredibly talented man Mm. you are going to honor him by wearing the ugliest dress known to mankind and it's not on theme and a whole team of people at Off-White approved it. Yeah. Sent her out that way, looking like a mess. Literally, she looked like she went to a bridal shower gone wrong. A mess. And then, as if that's not the worst part, she is going to wear the most stunning dress for the after party. She could have worn that on the carpet and it would have been... Stunning. And no, she's wearing it to the after party. My thing is, have you seen the video of her getting ready? No, I can't. I, I can't watched watch it this no, morning. I refuse. And it's it's like everyone is delusional. She's getting dressed and they're like, oh my God, it's like you're getting married to the Met. And she's like, I'm getting married. Stormy. No. <laughs> and everyone's like, beautiful. I love this shirt. You're joking. I love this shirt. And she was like, and they're doing her hair. She's like, I'm just going to leave my hair like this. And everyone's like, yes, leave it like that. Like, they're hyping her up. And she's like, I don't even care what people say because the story of this dress is so important to me that... The story of the dress is beautiful if it was a beautiful dress that fit the theme. Like, Mm. yes. But now you're just like... I feel like you're taking away from the amazing legacy of Virgil Abloh. Yeah. Guys, artists have a lot of... Artists create all the time and, like, make everything. Yeah. And 
maybe out of 20 ideas, two of them are like, this is the one. Just because I make something doesn't mean I want it out there. Yes. Like, exactly. I make something and I'm like, the process of this was great. Final product, hate. Let's throw it away. Move on. Okay. Swiftly moving on from Kylie Jenner. What I really want to talk about. <laughs> what I really want to talk about <laughs> is Kim. Yes, let's talk about Kimmy Kim K. Kimmy Kim Kim. Okay. <clears throat> so, obviously, what a, what an iconic dress <laughs> to be wearing. Um, art, and it's stunning, and then you're wearing it. <laughs> Why? Why? Why are you Why? wearing it? No, guys, okay. My question is this. Do you think that it is disrespectful for Kim Kardashian to wear a dress that was created specifically for Marilyn, Marilyn Monroe to think to the president that was created specifically in that shade so that it matches her skin color and yeah. looks like she's wearing nothing, yeah. just sparkling diamonds on her body? When, number one, the dress should be in an archive or in the Met, in the museum for mm. that matter. It was in a museum. It was literally in glass. Yeah. She's wearing it. Now she's wearing it. Okay. I'm not even going to talk about like, yeah, it could like rip the fabric. It could whatever. Okay. Not even that. It's, it doesn't match your skin tone. Mm. It's not flattering her. sewn onto Marilyn Monroe. It was already too tight for Marilyn and now you're wearing it and you have to lose whatever, 13 pounds and go on crazy diets. Which is so unhealthy, so that you can fit into this dress. Mm, which isn't even flattering on your body. And, on top of all of that, she has blonde hair, with that is not a wig, that she made Chris Appleton, poor man, do in 13 hours, black to blonde. Yeah. In 13 hours. And now people are criticizing him, saying, there were some yellow spots in the back of her... Black to blonde. This woman is insane. Like, leave the poor stylist alone. Black to blonde. This hairstylist is, is, like, incredibly capable. I don't Mm. think for one second he was like, hey, Kim, let's dye your hair. She was like, Chris, amazing idea. I'm going to be wearing Marilyn's gown. We're going full blonde. And he was like, Jesus, okay. He's like, don't you want a wig? And she's like, no. I want to be natural like Marilyn was. I would actually love to see her getting really video. Guys, no, it's you're going to vomit because, well, I vomited. Her getting ready. Yes, because they putting on the gown from her feet up. They're pulling it up on her body. They're wearing gloves. Okay. Obviously, their hip ratio, Marilyn very and Kim, different. very different. Are these people not scraping the dress <gasps> up her body because it doesn't fit her? They're scraping it up. Rhinestones are going to fall. Dress is good. Listen, guys, the dress is already how old? 60 years old. I don't know. Yeah, like 60. And, and, okay. <sighs> okay. So, they're damaging the art. They're damaging this iconic piece of work. They're... Not just piece. It's American history. They're damaging history. Yes. For it not even to be on theme. That's the other thing. She could have... Guys, if she really wanted to wear this, she could have worn a replica that was made for her skin tone, that looked the same. Cool. And it would have had the same effect. She's referencing Marilyn. Cute. But now you're not even on theme. Like, you did this for what? Yeah, you did all of this, went through this whole process for what? It doesn't make sense. 
No, I am like, so angry. Okay. The Met, in my opinion, is the one place to be experimental. Like, you should go crazy at the Met. If you're wearing a gown on the Met carpet that could be worn anywhere else, the Oscars, the yeah. Grammys, anywhere else, in my opinion, you're doing it wrong. It's not Met-worthy. You're That's supposed why... to be wearing something crazy out of the box, like something absolutely insane, something yeah. that does classify as art. And it, it can be like, doesn't have to be like logical you know yeah. it can be anything crazy be that's, the, that's the point of it yes. like it's it's to showcase like fashion in the craziest ways yes and now you're gonna do something that's like kind of boring and she was wearing it with a fuzzy thing over yeah jesus <laughs> but i think it's because her ass was like literally see-through yeah because it doesn't fit girl yeah she can't wear skims underneath because she can't fit it on no, that video of them scraping that dress up was literally, it gave me, I don't know what. Nightmares. Um, yeah, why, what is up with the Kardashians wearing gold? Like, then Courtney, no, Chloe. Courtney looked fucking okay. atrocious. Courtney looked terrible. Um, but <laughs> at least her dress was a little bit on theme. Yeah, but she I literally said in an interview, sorry, I don't even know what the theme is, I didn't dress for it. She's just lucky she had a. She was dressed by Tom. Is it Tom Brown? I don't know who she was dressed by. I know she looked ugly. I literally looked at her and I was like, oh. <laughs> no, but why was um? What's her face wearing Chloe. Chloe gold? Also, like, gilded means gold, but it doesn't mean you wear gold to the thing. I think. <laughs> I think I'll give Chloe a pause just because she it's had her first mate. No, she had one pu- puppy sleep. She had one puppy sleep. It's her first mate. <laughs> Her, she's always getting, it seems, like, the leftover stylists and people. I'll give her a pause. And I think she has a personality that can make up for it. Kylie and Kim do not get any pauses. They've been here a thousand years. And you know what? The one thing that was... I don't like... I love Kanye. I don't love Kanye in the whole divorce Mm. spectacle. Mm. But he was right for saying he must dress her every day because she's embarrassing. Because she's No, they are embarrassing, all of them. One more roast I want to talk about that literally had me in tears was Emma Stone. Did you see Emma Stone's dress? No. What did she wear? <laughs> On Twitter, people were like, you did not play Cruella de Vil to dress like this. <gasps> did she wear black and white? No, she was wearing a white nightgown that like comes just above her knees with like puffy with feathers at the bottom. Oh, I think I did see her dress. And someone said, it's giving feather duster. Do you know the story <laughs> of it? What? She's re-wearing it. So she oh wore it to her her private wedding after party. And so she's re-wearing the dress, which cute. Like sustainable fashion. Oh, like, but like, adjust it. Adjust it. Make it on theme. You're like, like if you're going to wear it, like do something with it. And it's plain dress. You can do something with it. Yes. It's not like you're... It, you're unable to modify it. Yeah, you could The thing is, guys, with this theme, you don't have to dress like you're in the 1800s. Yeah. You can modernize it. Like, but not in the way that they did. Dude, I knew that I was going to be disappointed, but I thought I was going to be disappointed in an entirely different way. I thought everyone was going to dress Bridgerton and it's going to be disappointing, but yes. they're all going to be like in ball gowns. And boy, was I wrong. Yeah, dude. No. It was insane. <laughs> okay. The power... Eskom has decided. <laughs> Eskom has simply just decided we have podcasted for long now. <laughs> we will keep you in complete darkness and leave you on that thought. 
Namaste. Namaste. <laughs> this is the best. <laughs> they said cut the lights. They said cut it back. Yeah, it's over now. You've rambled for long enough. <laughs>